Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Rip it, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blocked Party, your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. This is episode number 105. Thank you once again to Lydia Burrell for our brand new theme song. Uh, the reviews are in and it slaps. Uh, yeah, people I'm love John. It. It's great. I am John. I'm Stefan. Um, right off the top, John, uh, sort of some big news for the, the pod. Some big personal news too, I would say. Um, yeah, well, let's let's introduce our guest first before sure, we get yeah. into that. We have a great yeah, yeah. guest this week. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just like so excited about. This I know you are. I know, I know. But it's we gotta, you know, first things first. We want to yeah. make sure that she can be involved in the discussion as well. She's a friend of the show, very funny comedian. Has just started a new podcast called Dearest Pop Culture. Gina Harms is here. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. And uh, yeah, so Stefan, obviously, you know, we might as well just get right to it. This is something yeah. that uh, we've talked about a lot on the show. People have uh, wanted this for a long time. People have wanted it for honestly, a really was, long time. Especially Becca has wanted this for a long time. She's yeah. brought this up a lot. Um, I know. But, but uh, you uh, yeah, started Kiki, an Instagram for Kiki. Kiki has an Instagram now. Um, yeah. She has her own personal Instagram. Uh, it's a hit. I mean, Kiki's pretty, your cat. Kiki's my cat. Pretty decent numbers on on uh, on all the posts so far. Three posts so far. Um, you know, I posted. This might even be my social media update later. But I did post a very cute video of her sort of making like weird like turkey noises. Uh, she was sort of like trilling like a little turkey, uh-huh. and it's very cute. Uh, and so yeah, anyway, uh, cute cat Kiki on Instagram. If if anyone wants to go check that out, and that's sort of the big uh, the big wow. news. The big congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it is big. Huge. And I, I think it's it's kind of funny that you, you know, uh, you've obviously been posting a lot of Kiki content on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to admit, I never saw you being a, a, a cat account guy. I So if I can just be honest with you, it's it's because I, I want to, like, make money off my cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's smart. I feel like it's not that hard to do. Like. <laughs> I, I think if I just keep posting on there for like a few months, eventually, at the very least, we're going to get some like free cat toys out of there or something, right? And like, I mean, we haven't win. gotten any free shit ever somehow. Yeah, but I think it's easier. I don't understand on, how that it's, works. It's we have a very Instagram, successful podcast. No one wants to advertise on it. No one wants to send us free hey, shit. Uh, what about the Funko Pops? Okay, that doesn't even count. If Funko didn't send those to us, our our broke listeners took some of their money, their hard-earned money to send those to me. I, I could That's at least wild. understand it if Funko themselves, what is it even, what's the company called? Pop? 
pop vinyl or Isn't something? Oh, yeah. Funko? Or is it is it called pop? Well, you have the you have the stock uh, on the wall, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. Well, the stock is just F N K O. And so it's it Funko. I think it it's called Funko. Funko Inc. is the stock. Yeah, their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's They're Funko a monolith. Incorporated. Yeah. But um, that's sort of the big news. And then you had something as well, John, I think. I don't, we, we can just like, it doesn't, we don't have to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I'm really also, care. I mean, it, it is kind of related because I did it also to try and make money, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of people say. Uh, but yeah, uh, Becca and I got engaged on Friday. Wow. Uh, so I guess that's good. That's so yeah. exciting. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's you no, know, it's definitely exciting. I mean, I think it's it's very funny because, you know, if you're a listener of this show and especially if you're in the discord of this show and you, you probably aren't, you know, it's a small percentage of our listeners. But if you are a donor to the show, you can join the discord. It's a great place. We have a lot of great listeners in there. But it's specifically something the discord has really been bugging me about because Becca herself has been very vocal about how she's wanted this to happen for the last little while. So, you know, in particular, I would say that talk has sped up over the last like two months. Meanwhile, I ordered the ring like two and a half months ago. So, wow. so mm. the whole time everyone was like blasting me on discord. We do sometimes like after we do our live block party TV shows, the discord will play Jackbox together. And a lot of the Jackbox answers were on the theme of like, Hey, John, you should probably lock that up or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm literally proposing in a week. Like this is last <laughs> week after we did the show with Chris Locke. I was like, yeah, yeah, but it, it's, it's already, it's done. It's yeah. happening. But so my thoughts on that are like so many people are married, right? But how many, how many people have an Instagram for their cat? You know? Hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, is this, is this your fiance coming this in right my, now? This is my fiance right now. She's wow. dropping off a, a smoothie for me from breakfast. Oh my god, that's a wow. classic fiance he, move. You've already know. got real comfortable with that word. <laughs> well, yeah. It, well, it was very funny because we, you know, obviously Becca was pretty surprised. I did it. She came home from work on Friday. She works half from home and half at the office, so she was home around twelve thirty on Friday. And I proposed to her as soon as she got home. I proposed in the apartment. Were you and like then, waiting? I was waiting. Yeah. So I, I had set With up the, the whole, I actually proposed in the block party studio, uh, because this is the, this used to be my bedroom. So I live in a two bedroom apartment and I used to have roommates. So my roommates lived in the master bedroom what, cause they were here when I moved in and I lived in, in the studio. And then when they moved out... And we used to record in the bedroom with, like, just the bed taken up. We would sit <laughs> together. And yeah, Stefan and I cuddled. We had we each yeah. had half of my body pillow. Dan, Dan sat on the floor Aww. at the yeah. foot of the bed. Yeah, Dan sat at the foot of the bed jacking off. Uh, <laughs> and we were we were recording. And, uh, yeah, so, so this was my room when Becca moved to Vancouver when I first met her. You know, this was kind of where we spent a lot of time and, you know, the and obviously like blocked party has meant a lot to our relationship, too. So it was kind of just like a nice tie in of like, you know, and obviously with COVID, it's not easy to to, you know, do like I originally my original plan was to, to was to propose at Twitter headquarters because we met on Twitter. <laughs> Oh like to go God. to LA <laughs> and then propose Where is Twitter there. headquarters? Uh, I don't know. San Francisco probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't look it up. I didn't get that far along. It was just like in my mind. I was like, that's what's going to happen, you know? Um, so I, so then, I got to say what ended up happening is much better. Yeah. Hey, oh hey, my God. Listen, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Stephanie. Okay. How long have you been with Irene? Next question. Anyway, so I said next question for you. I next gonna, questioned your own I'm gonna, self. I'm going to propose to Irene using a fleet. 
<laughs> that would yeah. be. She would love that. Yeah. You. You should I have, do something. I've been. I mean, I just. I'll just say the thing about Fleet that is is funny. Fleets. That's funny to me. I think it's it's a funny name. It's a good name to be honest. Out of all the things Twitter could have come up with, because it rhymes with tweet, and then it's like a fleeting thing, so that's good. But also, like everyone's like, "Oh, this is so stupid," and it's like, "Well, it's just stories." Like I like those on other web. Like, what is the difference? It's yeah, like you're gonna forget about it. It's whenever Twitter changes anything, for the most part, or when they went to round profile pictures, and everyone lost their fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they Even used to be square. They... Even when they introduced stories to Instagram, everyone freaked out the same way. They were like, oh, they stole it from Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and like- then like a week later, everyone was like, oh, yeah, okay. These yeah. are cool. I'm down. Yes, yeah. you know. Anyway, John, yeah, back to your. Uh, oh, yeah. it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Listen. <laughs> it was very I'm romantic. Not- I, I, saw the, I saw the video. I saw the video. So Okay. I'm not saying that like Twitter headquarters is an amazing idea, but it would have just been that then we were, I could propose and then we were in California. So we'd get to have like, you know, kind of a celebration where we'd spend a few days in california and the sunshine it's nice that was more the thought of like the combination of it's funny to do uh and then also that anyway so i proposed in the apartment and uh so yeah so it was all very you know very sudden surprising to becca so you know your head gets a little bit in the clouds and we're just kind of sitting on the couch a couple hours later and i said something and i called her my fiance and then she was just like Oh my God, I'm your fiance. <laughs> like, and it like never occurred to her. She's like, we can use that word now. <laughs> and she was very excited. Um, and then it was very adorable. My, my mom had sent her, a t- like my, we talked to my parents on FaceTime and stuff, but um, my mom had sent her a text and she was like, oh, I'm really like so happy to have you as a daughter-in-law. And then I didn't know that this was happening. So Becca like looked at her phone and then she just kind of like got misty. And I was like, what? And she's like, your mom just texted me and said I'm her daughter-in-law. And I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. So so it's nice. What, you what, just did, what like, does Becca think marriage entails? She's well, like very I, confused about all these terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably why she got divorced the first time. Her ex-husband was just like, you don't oh even God. know what fiancé means? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> but I'm a little more understanding, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it, you know, it's it's obviously really fun and cool, and, and the support has been really fun, but it's also been fun because I did get, to bring it back to social media, I did get brought back down to earth a little bit yesterday because... I posted on Twitter a picture of our engagement and I just said like, you know, be careful what you tweet because you might end up with a dang wife from Twitter.com. And it was just a way of like telling all of our sort of friends that only exist on Twitter, you know, the people we have on this podcast and comedian friends and whatever that Becca and I are engaged. And I didn't really think that like it would get so many likes like it right as of now has like over 2000 likes. And so what that has done is like pushed that into people's feeds who don't know me or us. Uh, And so I've actually gotten like quite a few tweets of people being like, oh, this is fucking pathetic. uh, Oh, I'm meeting your wife on Twitter. You fuck it. Some some person just literally quote tweeted it and wrote cringe. (laughs) Your Twitter wife guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm a wife guy now. (laughs) But it was so like we it was not like it was obviously like mostly nice. And some people were saying really very funny things about like, why can't this happen to me? And like my my tweets actively drive women away, you know, and things like this. Uh, But yeah, it was just it was very funny. Like 
I just can't get in someone's head of like, you see these strangers sharing this announcement on Twitter you've never met before. And you're like, and your first reaction is to be like, fuck you. Like, yeah. you know, that's a level of irony poisoning. I think you, you can't even attain Stefan. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I did almost quote tweet you and say cringe, but I thought better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's really the whole, I guess that's the whole story. We're engaged now. And, that's exciting. Uh, Congratulations to John and Becca. Thank you, and, and to all the listeners who I feel like are, are part of part of the the Cullen family in a way. I mean, in in one way, yes, but in a very much more concrete and real way, no. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, just not. think it's important to draw that line in the sand, you know. Mm-hmm. Although I have heard uh, Becca's been saying we we have a channel, Gina, in our Discord that Stefan and I are, are not allowed to read. Uh, so people can like talk shit about us if they want. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, we definitely can't just easily access it and read it if we wanted to. Yeah, definitely not. We're we're not the admins <laughs> of the channel who could definitely just read it. But yeah, it, so it's a weird thing because um, yeah, it's just like they have apparently already kind of started planning some some things for me. I guess I don't know. So. Oh. <laughs> We'll see what happens, but uh, but yeah, it's good. Sorry, uh, Gina, it feels weird to bring you on the show, and I'm just talking about myself for ten minutes. But unfortunately, no, you came on at a bad time where all this shit is happening. Like, no, I'm I'm glad to. Thank you. Do you like? <laughs> let's let's loop you in here. I mean, is there like, what's a way that you would like to be proposed to? Have you ever thought about it? Like, what's something oh that God. you think would be like awesome? That's really weird because I'm I'm like the the girl who never pictured a wedding or proposal. I just, I'm like, it's probably at home, like definitely not in public. Um, <laughs> so I got that part right. So that was yeah. good that I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, like I've never thought about it. I, I, I don't really want to like have a wedding. You're, you're asking the wrong person, but okay, well, um, that's fine. I mean, you're allowed to have that. Opinion. But what if you were, what yeah. if you were like dating a guy, and he and he was like really wanted a wedding. Then be... yeah, I probably would. Um, okay. So like ideally, we would just be like at home probably, and he would do something. I don't know, make a just something, make a romantic dinner, very classic. Okay, <laughs> you're a classy lady. You just like it, just vintage. Exactly. I respect that, Stefan. Yeah. How about you? How are you going to propose? Do you think soon? Probably. Okay. Uh, well, I do know that um, Irene. The one nice part be... is Irene never listens to this, so you could actually you I, could lay it all out right here. She'd never I, hear it. I honestly could, but I, I know uh, the plan was we were going to go to Japan this year. Ah, uh, right around like now, actually. Uh, and then the plan was, but to I told post. you you couldn't. I was like, block party's too important. You can't. Go yeah, on exactly. Because of the podcast, I couldn't yeah. leave because of the podcast. But yeah. the plan was to 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 do it. Maybe like right around the same time you did, I guess. Oh, uh, shit. Was, like in Japan, because she, she said, well, we have to go to a different country for it. I don't know if it's like, for legal purposes or what, but um, <laughs> I think just like, just, well, not a different country, but just on vacation somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, she's just, just somewhere that that's how you country. do it. You can't yes. propose here. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But she's uh, from here, right? She's like born and raised from here. From here. Yeah. But yeah. like, it's, uh, yeah, I think just, just to have the, you know, it's like so exciting to do it on a, I don't fucking know, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, like on a on an island getaway. I, yeah, I guess so. I on mean, a, I, on a mountaintop. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, Japan. There's some nice play. We could in front of the the whale shark tank in the Osaka <laughs> Aquarium. You know, which is a very cool aquarium. I've been there before. They have the big uh, 
the big like uh, king crabs or whatever with the super long arms look like mm. giant spiders. Uh, they had the first thing we saw when we went there was when did you go to uh, Japan? Uh, in grade 12. The first thing we saw was Oh, see, and Gina see, and that's the thing, Stefan doesn't talk about this a lot, but he went to private school and that's where they go on grade 12 trips to Japan. No way. Well, it wasn't, the whole, it wasn't on, the whole class. Where did I go? Where did I go on my grade 12 trip? Nowhere! Because they don't have grade 12 trips in public school because we're poor. Anyway, oh, the yeah, first thing we saw that. was uh, an otter sucking itself off. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So that was kind of cool. Um... So maybe in front of the otter, if the otter's still there. Um, but yeah, it I don't has know. To be. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I hope it is. I hope it's still doing its thing. But yeah, I don't know. That's the the, the plan was potentially this year, but I guess right. maybe maybe next year. I don't know. And yeah, you're right. She doesn't listen. So yeah, you're good. Uh, you're I'm gonna safe. do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, the vacation thing is good, I think. I know, like, Gina, you were talking about only wanting to be married in your house. And I remember <laughs> um, a comedian friend of mine, her brother proposed with a flash mob. And she oh was, my God. And she was just like, <laughs> I was that never more sucks. embarrassed to, yeah, like, know, to like know someone. I'm like related to him. <laughs> oh and it's God. hard because it's like, you know, I feel like, the three of us would all think that's ridiculous. But like if your family member was like wanting to do it and was so excited about it, you'd have no choice. You'd just have to be like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds really cool, man. Yeah. I think um, the the worst proposal I've ever seen was at a preseason Vancouver Canucks game against the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> and it was like during a break <laughs> in the play and they like showed it on the Jumbotron stuff. And it was like, there was like no one at the game. And I think Finn was involved somehow, the Canucks mascot. Oh. And then literally 10 seconds after the proposal, the Coyotes scored. And it was just like, this seems like a bad omen, man. <laughs> it's one, it's bad enough doing it at just like a professional sports game, but like a fucking preseason game. What is right. wrong with you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You like, want to like get it on TV. Yeah. It's <laughs> at, at least I, that, as presumably that's the plan if you're doing it at like a, at like a hockey game or something. Right. But I will say I, I do appreciate like jumbotron sports game proposals because when, uh, when like the lady says like, no, it's like, yes. there's nothing funnier. That's like the funniest oh. thing in the world. It's so brutal, but I just love it so much. Cause the guy probably had to pay like a couple thousand dollars to like organize it. And like well, get on the jumbotron and all that shit, and then it just completely blows up in his face, and it's it's so funny. I love it. Okay, so here we can play a little game. Okay, as I've talked about this before, there are mm. some there some major league baseball stadiums will not allow you to propose at all. There's like ten oh. of them, and they won't do it. I like those are my ten favorite teams. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, and the Jays are one of them. You can't propose at a Jays game. Uh, the Dodgers are the most expensive. Uh, how much do you think it is to propose at a Dodgers game? Oh I feel God. like we've talked about this before. I feel like I we feel have. like it's more expensive than you think. I was going to say ten thousand dollars. I see. I was thinking around that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go eight thousand. Okay, you guys are both too high. It is uh, twenty five hundred. That's okay. still so. It's, yeah. it's still an insane <laughs> amount of money Jesus to pay. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the. Okay, now can here's we guess a, who the cheapest team is? Yes, that's what I was just going to say. You can guess who the cheapest team is, and then you can guess the price of the cheapest team. We're, we're talking uh, baseball teams. Baseball, yeah. yeah. 
Sure, I know those. Uh, <laughs> well, you can um, just guess a city, you know. I, I would guess uh, <laughs> the the Miami Marlins or the, the the Tampa Bay Rays are the cheapest. Uh, no, they're actually two of the most expensive. Five hundred bucks for both Miami and Tampa. Wow. I'm gonna yeah, say wow. the, the 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 Oakland A's. That's oh, they're a, noto- that's a good really, guess. They're notoriously cheap. The toilets are always backing sh- up and stuff. Such a shitty stadium. You're actually the that's Oakland. the worst stadium in baseball. Yeah, Oakland is wow. sixth last. So pretty close. I won't reveal the uh, price because I don't want to give you a the sense. Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates are the lowest. That's the correct okay. answer. Oh. Pittsburgh Pirates. How much do you think it is to propose at a Pirates game? Uh, they pay you. <laughs> <laughs> They give you a free ticket to come back. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have a nice stadium, too. They do, yeah. PNC Park's supposed to be really nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess... Uh, wait, what did you say? The o- How much did it cost for Oakland? I didn't tell you specifically to make this uh, part harder. Mm, I'm going to say 100 bucks. Gina? Uh, I'll go 50 Gina is much closer. It is $39. <laughs> oh, that's really special. Crazy. Well, it is funny because you'd think like, yeah, a stadium proposal feels, I think in the mind of the proposer, feels like this kind of special thing. And so then I think like at least if you do it at Dodger Stadium or Nationals Park is the next closest, they're $1,500. Mm-hmm. It, in, at Paying that much money at least increases the specialness of it, I think, in your mind at least. You'd be like, well, well and presumably they mm-hmm. make it a bit more special too. They like, like the, yeah. the team helps out a bit more if you're paying that much. Exactly. You know? But yeah. then you've got to think, like, okay, this is going to be really special. I'm going to propose at the Pirates game. And you go, you know, you sneak behind your future wife's back and you're trying to plan this all out, you know? And then they're like, uh, oh, yeah, it's just like, it's 39. Just 39 bucks comes with a hot dog and. Uh, <laughs> have fun out there. Well, it's two hot dogs. It's like a couple's pack. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Two hot dogs, <laughs> two Cokes, and a parking pass. Yeah. Can no, I... they have to lady in the tramp the one hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the proposal. They insist. Yeah. Uh, like, if you're going to propose here, we're going to put you on the kiss cam and you have to do the hot dog thing or we won't allow it. I'll, uh, I'll tell you guys the best baseball like ticket deal i've ever experienced was for a dodgers game and uh it was like 60 bucks and the tickets are out and like way out in the bleachers like the seats are not good but it's unlimited hot dogs and unlimited popcorn and like nachos wow pop and so i had i think 10 or 11 hot dogs god (laughs) and i felt so sick for like two days you don't say so it wasn't it was i was about to say it was worth it it wasn't worth it it lowered my life expectancy for like <laughs> half a year probably but at the time just being able to get up and be like all right i'm gonna go get another free hot dog like yeah. that it feels like you're you're cheating or you found a loophole or something and i guess the loophole is you're paying 60 dollars for literally the worst seats in the entire stadium but you know it was still fun I mean, I think that that the Dodgers dogs are good too. That fucks you up though too, because then you're like, "Well, I paid sixty dollars, so I'm gonna need to eat enough food where yeah. this becomes worth it." Yeah, that was sort of, and and I I guess I kind of went past the tipping point. Like I feel like <laughs> six hot dogs maybe is is probably worth it. Where I'm not gonna feel horrible. Well, I'll probably still feel oh, bad if I like, have even like two hot dogs. I feel horrible. Six is yeah, incredible. The Dodger dogs are really good though. <laughs> I eat like I mean I've talked about this on the show before and people get mad at me but I eat like maybe two hot dogs a year. Oh my god! Do they get mad at you because it's too few? Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Although, but I, I, I will defend John here. Like, especially like this year, you know, you have an excuse this year. Like there's not many ways, like times. <laughs> no, to this eat year hot dogs. I ate no, five actually. I was going to say, was I'm eating freaking... more hot dogs this year. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I did too. Cause I got a little barbecue. So I had a bunch yeah. of hot dogs as well. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> but were you, the, did you ever have Canadian that phase games. where when you were a kid, like hot dogs were the only thing you would eat for lunch? Cause you just had to boil. Like, did you ever do the boiling a hot dog thing? Oh, yeah. I definitely I, went through that phase where that was sort of like the first thing my parents would let me cook by myself because you just have to boil a pot of water and throw the hot dog in it for like four minutes or whatever. And then yeah, it's, it's very easy. So yeah. I think I that was like, like the like first thing. Grilled cheese sandwiches was oh. my thing. Oh, yeah. See, With like craft singles. Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Craft singles for sure. But I see to me, grilled cheese is a little bit more because you, you, there's like a pan, there's a fl- you're flipping it. Yeah, you know, true. You could fuck it, it up. You that's could a step up. I mean, boiling water, you could still fuck up as a kid. True, that's true. <laughs> you, know? you can if you're yeah. if you're really stupid. I'll, I'll say I've been I did uh, mac and cheese with cut up hot dogs like three times this year. Mm. Um, which oh, is this like, year? I thought that was going to be a child. I thought that was going to be a story. <laughs> no, from that, that was this year. But it was like it was like nice hot dogs and like Annie's mac and cheese. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. The adult so, version. The adult version, exactly. And it was like it was great. It was really good, Ugh. but I, I never I just, liked I hot felt dogs like a child after. Really? Yeah, it was what? for me. With cut up hot dogs in the mac no. and cheese, you don't like that? No, that's insane. I, Jesse doesn't really... like it either. We we talked about this on the stream, and and he hates it. And it's like, I don't I don't get it. I mean, uh, what do you not like about it? Uh, all the taste, I think, is okay. probably <laughs> that's yeah. probably the main thing. I just yeah, I don't know. I just it's just not it's not good it, to me. It 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 makes both things worse. Like it, it makes it makes the hot the dog che- taste. It mixes worse. the cheese and the and the hot dog. No, it's not for me. Oh, but I don't like. Dan, I'm not, Dan I'm not was like target. nodding along with you as if if that if that wasn't available in bar form, he wouldn't buy that at a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just slamming Dan. <laughs> yeah, if it was if they if they had a if they had a way of vacuum sealing mac and cheese yeah. and hot dogs together, Dan's all over that. Oh, oh my Gross. god! I'm, sh- I'm shocked they don't have that actually. Considering the stuff they do vacuum seal at gas, like they do vacuum seal like pickles at gas stations, right? Yeah, that's a thing. I'm also right? surprised. The, the, the pickle and liquid. Like, there's no like pub version of that, you know? Like, is there? I guess the closest would be like mac and cheese with like pulled pork. You oh yeah, that I guess sometimes. that's a thing. That's true. you get a lot of pubs doing that shit. Yeah, yeah you're right. I don't, but like, never mind. Like a <laughs> breakfast version of it with like breakfast sausage, maybe. But then I don't like the I think mac and cheese for breakfast is a step too far. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's too much. That doesn't work for me. Ugh. But maybe as like a brunch thing? I don't know. There's something to <laughs> oh, it. As long as it's brunch, it's fine. That cuz that's think what you so, think yeah. of. You think of brunch as like a classy meal and you're like, yeah. when I go for brunch, I want breakfast sausage <laughs> and mac and yeah, cheese." For sure. Where do you Okay, let me ask you guys this. Where do you guys stand on breakfast pizza? What uh, is that? Yeah, like leftover pizza for breakfast? No, no, no! Like, like, <laughs> like, like breakfast. Like it's like pizza, but it has like a fried egg on it and oh. like cheese and and like potato. Oh, cheese, obviously, but like that's no. It's it's legitimately it's very good. You know, I don't like eggs, Stefan. So no, I know. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's fair enough. Yeah, but, but like, no, I don't like that. I don't like. Well, okay. Here's the thing for me. Yeah, I I am very. I guess it's and maybe this is my own fault. Maybe I'm just like a you know a cautious piece of shit. But like, I don't like to eat anything that makes me feel bad after. 
Like I, there's, no, there's, what's wrong with uh... there's no trade off for me there. See, I don't when you, like when, it. When you say it like that, it makes me sound like such a little freak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, oh, I feel really bad about myself. Now. Yeah, because like, sorry, that's I'm not trying to make any... It's like all I eat basically is food that makes me feel bad afterwards. But, because it makes me feel good for the first part. Not even that's the thing. It's not even like the whole time I'm eating the food that I feel good. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's like the first few bites and then I'm like, well, I guess I have to eat this now. Yeah. And then I feel bad after I mean, it's not all my meals. Like I do eat I do eat some. I made look, I've been making every uh Saturday and Sunday I make a nice breakfast sandwich for myself and for Irene with a fried egg, a slice of cheese, some avocado on a on a brioche bun. That's mm-hmm. a nice breakfast sandwich, you know? Sounds but even beautiful. that even that still makes me feel kind of bad after because <laughs> yeah, it's like so like fried rich. egg on there. Yeah, a lot of yeah. oil. Yeah. Fat. I don't it, it, like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't like I eat fast food and I do eat some things that are not and I eat a ton of sweets as you know. I'm a big desserts guy. Like yeah, I'm not you're saying you're a bigger candy guy than I am. I think. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm like a clean eater. Like I'm definitely not. I'm not that no. kind of like weirdo, but I am the kind of weirdo where if someone's like, "Okay, yeah, you should get this it tastes so good and i know that it's going to give me a stomach ache i'm just like ah no it's not worth it for me i don't think Mm. yeah but but there are some people who also like they just love that they love the like chaos meal type thing uh like if they go to a restaurant and they're like oh that we can i can have this insane thing i'll have it and i don't i bought i bought some like nice cheese yesterday and some like some like little crackers and stuff and i'm gonna make like this afternoon I'm going to make like a cheese plate for myself and ostensibly for Irene. But like, it's that's for me. You know, I'm just going to eat a bunch of cheese. And that's going to be my lunch. That's okay, Actually, though. That's good. But I guess I do do that. Like cheese, if I were just to eat like a big thing of like baked brie, I'm like, that makes my stomach hurt. So I, I do like avoid that. So I get what you're saying. But. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like I've learned. But you don't to be approve a of it, though. With... You get what I'm saying, but you, but you also are judging me. A bit. <laughs> I but think I we're also... judging you for like bragging. Like you, you sound like you're bragging. <laughs> I don't, I'm not oh, trying I, to... I, I like think about what I eat. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't eat food that makes you feel like trash. I literally said I'm not that kind of guy who's like making Instagram posts about eating clean or whatever. I'm That's not true, that actually. guy. I'm yeah. just saying that, like, for me personally. I don't enjoy, I guess it's, I guess it's maybe just, you know, I just don't enjoy the act of eating enough to mm. justify the stomach ache or like nothing tastes good enough where I'm like, okay, I'll just take the trade off of feeling like garbage after, I guess right. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Th- that's reasonable. All right. I'm going to, I'm putting down my hackles, you know, <laughs> hackles up. putting down the hackles. Gina, what's like something that you would like, Stefan said, you know, we know all about his terrible eating habits but like what's something that you will eat that you know makes you feel bad but you're just willing to sacrifice um it's not even like a good meal but like just an entire bag of chips yeah oh yeah like i yeah. like last week i bought like the family size of like a lays dill pickle chips oh. and like ate the entire thing and i was like i my stomach like hurt it physically hurts so yeah. bad all night <laughs> but i had to i couldn't stop eating it uh, <laughs> they're impossible they're legitimately impossible to stop eating. like i'll get a bag of yeah like kettle chips or something and it's like well i'm gonna eat and especially kettle <laughs> chips because there aren't that many chips in the bag but it still mm. is enough that it like makes you feel bad about yeah. yourself and like physically yeah. And, and so I, I just eat the entire bag so fast too. Yeah, like so quickly. Yeah. And I, I think that that's it. I just enjoy, like you said, you don't enjoy 
the act of eating. I love the the crunch. I <laughs> yeah. I love the feeling of eating food. Yeah, I do too. My- <laughs> I do too. I'm just saying like and I do like I love chips. I love sweets. Like I I do like the act of eating bad things. I think it's just the like it's the pushing it over the edge of like, you know, like people who will go to like McDonald's and then get poutine or oh, yeah. will get or will get like yeah, I'm getting a Big Mac meal, but I'm also getting two junior chickens. Or like, I've been ordering you know, white okay. spot poutine, and I gotta, I gotta say, maybe it's just because I haven't had poutine from anywhere good recently in the last like year because of the lockdown. But like, white spot poutine, not bad. Yeah, I think it's Honestly, not bad. I've heard. I- I'll say that it needs more cheese. It does need more because che- that's that's obviously the best part of yeah. poutine is getting a huge cheese curd covered in gravy. You know, <laughs> um, but. Honestly, not that bad. And uh, another example of just food that makes me feel like absolute trash afterwards. But it's like a nice little Friday night. I was going to say cheat meal. But I think for me, a cheat meal is like lettuce. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just you just eating a head of lettuce. Yeah. (laughs) I think the one thing I can remember just before we get to our social media updates. But one thing I can remember is and maybe this is why I'm like this. But I remember when I was a kid um, and I went to elementary school In Ontario, elementary school goes up to grade eight. So it's grade one to eight. And so I remember we got uh, uh, like a plaza got built by my my school was in a pretty new subdivision and they had just built a plaza and they put a Tim Hortons in the plaza. And this is this would have been in 98. So Tim Hortons didn't have real food at this time. They didn't even have bagels. It was literally oh. just coffee and donuts. That's yeah, it. they didn't have like breakfast sandwiches. Right? Like they, it was, li- it oh, was just donuts, right? Literally Not just donuts. Not even bagels though, really? Not even, I don't even think they had bagels then yet. That's shocking. Did they have ice caps? No, not yet. It was wow. this is pre ice cap. This is just donuts. Oh, so I can oh remember at our school, if you were in grade seven and eight, you were allowed to leave school property at lunch as long as you had a note to go to Tim Hortons and get, and it was like maybe two blocks away. It wasn't super far, but you could only go if you were in grade seven and eight. So I remember when it opened, it was this big deal. And I, I think I was in grade seven. And so I just didn't bring a lunch to school that day. I bought six donuts. I ate the six donuts <laughs> for lunch from Tim Hortons. I was like 12. I was small. Um, and I had the worst stomach ache. Like I, it it was like a different type of stomach ache. It felt like my stomach was full to the point where it, like it actually felt like it was in my throat. Oh. Like I couldn't and um so maybe that's just why. I just I had this like, <laughs> horrible experience when I was young. I didn't end up throwing up or anything, but I just had this like horrible experience when I was young where I felt like shit for like 6 hours after making an eating decision and then I was like, "Okay, I maybe I'm done with this." You like learned that yeah. as a child? Like you learned like the cause and effect of eating bad stuff <laughs> makes you feel like I again, I still have not <laughs> figured that out yet. That's incredible. I mean, I've still had tons of shitty meals from now yeah. from from then until now, but Maybe I'm just thinking, just like thinking about Gina saying she ate the whole bag of chips. And I'm thinking of like, (laughs) when was the situation where I did that? And I can remember specifically bringing the box of six back to school and just kind of just like over the course of the next hour, just plowing all. And man, like you had you had a stomach ache that actually like because like that's the thing. I I haven't had a stomach ache that like hurts like, you know, like that is the worst. I have not had that in a long time, though. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's, it's more just 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 a general feeling of like badness. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Physical shame. Yeah, exactly. Speaking yeah. of feelings of badness and shame, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. 
terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Gina, we always like to start with the guest. Uh, what's going on on your social media? Um, okay, so I follow on Instagram, like, mo- like a lot of just kind of nostalgia accounts. Um, and so right now, like, it's weird because there's like sometimes trends in nostalgia. It's like right now, because uh, the crown is on, like, it's just a lot of Princess Diana posts. But it's like enough to the point where I'm like, did people not? know about her like (laughs) i don't know it's just like and i I also like maybe that makes me sound like an asshole because i literally i only like watched the documentary on her like six months ago so i'm just like this is old news but um uh yeah stuff like that a lot of uh there's like the the gossip girl reboot coming out so now there's a Mm. ton of gossip girl posts they're rebooting it yeah. Didn't didn't it come out like ten years? Oh no, it was like longer. Than, it was like fifteen yeah, years ago, right? Like two thousand seven. Oh my god. Was the premiere? That's, that's like actually a long time ago now. <laughs> it's actually yeah, weird. Fuck. That sucks. <laughs> oh. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. High school. I'm I'm getting real close to my twenty year reunion. Two thousand twenty twenty three will be twenty years. Yeah, because you're you're thirty five now. Yes. I'm not saying that to insult you. I'm just stating a no, fact. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm just yeah. 35 is a big. That's it's not a good. I'm, thir- number. I'm, I'm turning 32 pretty soon. Yeah. You know. Uh, it, it, like you know how when you're younger, your parents would always be like, oh, like uh, hey, you should appreciate your youth now because it just starts to like speed up and it like doesn't yeah. slow down. They were fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like I oh wish they would have put that in a donut so I could have ate it and learned. That at a young age. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, I, I do like just even just saying that I sound so old. Yeah, we're but like we're fucked, man. It's oh my god, dude. Oh fuck, Gina. I, uh, what's the tone? Like, what's the tone of the princess fuck. die? Sorry, I gotta get. I can't talk about my age for much longer. But uh, what's the tone of the princess die stuff? Is it like whoa, she was a babe, or like what's the kind yeah, of mostly that and just like oh my god, her outfits and like oh, can you believe how sad her story is? And it's like yeah. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was like young, like when she died, but I still remember like my grandma being really upset and like. Oh yeah, it was a know, big like, deal. Going to the grocery store and like seeing the tabloid magazines. She was on all of them all the time, so oh, I was like, yeah. I'm aware. Her outfits were sick though. Like they I've were. been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of those on Twitter, and like, yeah, they, they like hold up now. I feel like ten years ago they wouldn't have held up. They would have looked stupid ten years ago. Yeah. But now we're far enough past it that it's like, oh, it was fucking rock. Yeah, that like '90s style is like huge yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because I think yeah, like I know that there are people who say that Princess Di her death was like the last major media event. Like it's not possible to have something like that anymore because news Didn't, like is so September 11th happened like four years <laughs> later. Yes. But I'm, but, but I'm saying like that people say even that was not as big as far as like, cause nine 11 was, is very American. Why, cause right? the Where's French like, paparazzi oh. weren't chasing the plane into the building. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. That was the big thing. The hijackers yeah. weren't cheating on a prince. Yeah. They uh, flew through a tunnel. And the <laughs> yeah but no but i just mean as far as like i think princess Di was more worldly than 9-11 is what i'm saying stefan more right. so what? than anything else <clears throat> that, you don't no, think so no i'm pushing back on this no I, okay 
So you I, think in, in Russia they, they cared about 9-11 that much? I think 9-11 had a bigger effect on the world than Princess Diana crashing head no, on into well, like a okay. pillar. A bigger effect. I'm saying, yeah, bigger effect, yes. And, and worldwide, too. I'm talking about like media coverage. Yeah, media, what? I'm just Not, saying pe people, that's what people say. I don't say it. I'm just <laughs> no, saying I've heard I'll that. say this. People in the Discord have been noticing that my, my takes have been getting better recently. And I don't think it's so much that. It's just that I've, I, I've surrounded myself with people. I think I've rubbed off on other people and they're giving bad takes. <laughs> and so my takes seem better in comparison or even just not say, even just like pushing back and being like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, then I seem like the sane guy. I, I feel like that's what's happening here. That's no way. Not. No, John. Come on. <sighs> okay. John. <sighs> anyway. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like, getting I'm not this. I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say that it's like bigger obviously 9-11 is more tragic and more people died well oh, i didn't say that but more media coverage <laughs> yeah like i think it, more just like the th where it just like it's so dominated everything i mean i guess like obviously 9-11 did too but i just feel like i've read articles that sort of speculate that that was like because the, the internet didn't exist yet 9-11 it didn't really either but it was like at least kind of there and then, I think you know. I mean, you'd have like a celebrity death match, Princess Diana versus 9-11. Oh it's fine. Just like see. It doesn't matter. Like if people want to disagree with me, they can. I don't care. I have no horse in this fight. I just, it is strange to me. I was going to get back to Princess Diana. I think mm -hmm. when you are younger, when I was younger, I never really would have thought of Princess Diana as like being hot or like that. Like it just didn't occur to you. She was just Princess Diana. She looked Diana. like a mom. Yeah. You didn't think about it. And now that you look back, you're like, how did she end up with Prince Charles? I mean, I get it, royal family, whatever, yeah. but like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. I mean, he is a fucking ghoul. He's disgusting, and she was a babe. <laughs> I mean, it was just crazy. You're yeah. like, how, did, how is this possible, man? It's funny. I haven't like I don't I haven't watched The Crown, but I've seen like the actor that they cast as Prince Charles, and I'm like, wow, they really traded up. Like they couldn't. <laughs> they were like, we can't cast an actor that looks like him. <laughs> yeah, there's like no one ugly enough. In Hollywood. No. <laughs> Not even in like England. Like <laughs> they're like, listen, we can tr we can get Tom Hardy in here, and we can make him look as bad as we possibly can, <laughs> yeah. but he's still gonna look pretty good. So. <laughs> There's no way we can fix this. Uh, Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Well, I, I don't I don't know if this counts as a social media update, but I'm really considering shaving the mustache. Oh. Because it's, starting, it's getting to the point where it's just like pissing me off. And this is what always happens with it. Like as listeners of the show know, I will have the mustache for like a month and a half, two months. And then I realize that I have to like, like deal with it and like <laughs> trim it and stuff. And it's like, it's like work. And it sucks because like, I, you know, like I said, I like if I'm drinking coffee or something out of like a coffee mug, like my mustache like gets in the way and shit. And like, it's, it's just like a pain in the ass to deal with. So I don't know. I think it, it might be happening. Um, the only issue is that my work is doing like a Movember thing. I was growing this before Movember, but, and they've like commented on my mustache. Like, oh, it looks great. Is that from Movember? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I guess so. <laughs> and so if I like shave it in the middle of Movember, is that like, that might like 
they'll be like, well, yeah, you're dumping you on cancer research. Exactly. I guess so, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll wait until December 1st or something, but it really is starting to piss me off. Like, it's just like getting in my mouth and stuff. And Irene obviously has put on a brave face and said that she's not as mad about it this time around, but she hates it for sure. She like detests it. So even just to get some like girlfriend points, um, I think shaving it is, is worth it. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe the social media update part of this will be, Asking uh, Twitter and asking asking the Discord. Let me know. Should I? Should well, that's I a bad the idea. They're gonna just say no. So. <laughs> they like it. They do like it. I don't think it looks good, but like I I don't know. It's just like it's such a pain in the ass. I may honestly shave it between this episode and the, the episode we record this afternoon. So <laughs> you have that to look forward to, John. Yeah. Thank you. I know. How, I, I mean, know how you feel about it. You're not a fan. Well, I just always thought. You, so you're saying you shave it every like. For after you grow up for like every you know six to eight weeks or whatever, then you'd get sick of it and you shave it. Mm-hmm. I always just assumed it was because you wanted to have sex again. That was always well, my thought. You're like, oh well, it's been hmm, that six does weeks. play a bit, yeah, that does play a bit of a role. But look, <laughs> I, I, it really is like just like physically like just getting in the way of like eating and drinking. It sounds right. bad. And it sucks. I mean, I think I, I just need to trim it more, maybe. But it's like I don't have time for that. You know. <laughs> I have to like floss and teeth. stuff, you know. There's all this other stuff I have to do. I, I'm doing skincare, you know. I'm not oh. not adding in the mustache stuff. I have a skincare right. regimen, you know what I mean. I don't need a mustache care regimen. Like like I think the first month is fine because it's growing and it's not like getting in the way, and I don't have to do anything with it, you know. And now it's like I have to like trim it and stuff. It's too yeah, much. You gotta I don't go to all these. Work. You gotta go to all these uh, protests about wearing masks. Yeah, is that a, is that a thing that guys <laughs> with mustaches are like? anti-mask people i don't know just threw it out there oh, thought okay. it might work yeah. i, w- I yeah. wasn't really expecting pushback i just sort of figured we'd laugh and move on <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should know better than that John. it just like to me it, it it is just kind of a like growing the mustache is sort of a bit of a hipstery thing and there does seem to be that kind of like subset of right-wing alt-right guys like i oh, feel like yeah. doesn't but like then I, Gab- I'd, ha- I'd have to have the haircut like yeah the, true the doesn't under- gavin mckinnis no. have a mustache i feel yeah, like he, he does. does and it yeah. looks like exactly like mine exactly so that's so. kind of what i was more I should go shave it right at. now actually <laughs> what's your general should, feel I, on mustaches gina i like them yeah it it, it, it works for me okay so yeah. you're like a, a guy having a mustache is not a like it's, you're not, like, it's oh. not a deal breaker no i used to like have a joke about it was like a I was like, oh, I'm not drinking for the month of November because I don't want to accidentally go home with a guy with a mustache. And um, (laughs) I would always do that joke on stage and there would be like a guy with a mustache in the front row. And I'd be like, I I didn't mean it. (laughs) Like, No, I I am still actually going home with people and I would and I and I would go home with you. So if you could. uh... (laughs) No, I just like I do know I feel like for some women facial hair particular facial hair is Mm. a deal breaker you know so i just you know i thought i'd get your general opinion on the matter yeah no i'm into facial hair okay okay yeah and now i i shaved on the pod before right john am i crazy i'm pretty sure i did right Mm, did you like on a bonus episode i think Mm, dan is (laughs) nodding yes dan's nodding i feel like i shaved over a plate Oh yeah, I do. Re- I do remember that. I didn't yeah. remember it until you said the plate. Yeah, I forget I what like the occasion was. was. Uh, I think it was just me getting tired of it once. Yeah, again, I feel like there was like... still like a crust on the plate or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, cool. there was. I just always, I, I always forget. I mean, this is like the food stuff as well. It's like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll eat something bad and then feel bad after and be like surprised. And it's the same thing with a mustache. After like a month and a half or two months, it's like, oh yeah, this actually 
is like a big pain in the ass to deal with. <laughs> yeah. I so maybe you. maybe I'm done with mustaches after this. I doubt it. I feel like four months from now, it'll be mustache time again. But, you know, enjoy while it lasts, everyone. Because I think, I think it's gone in the next couple hours. Yeah, wow. it's hard as a man really to commit to the whole like, oh, God, I got to shave. I got to, this sucks. I have to maintain this, you know, because then women are like, yeah, well, I also have to shave plus do all these other things like we're like Stefan, you're like oh my god i gotta right. trim it are you fucking kidding me and then and then i have like beard oil and stuff it's like impossible I, I, I to get like sympathy keep it looking nice but it's, it's just impossible like... to get sympathy as a man is all i'm saying oh, of course like our, our, oh yeah our, our routine Absolutely. is nothing we like yes no. like i have to trim my beard i gotta shave my neck blah 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 but you can't you just can't you just have to deal with it you're just like yeah, yeah it's it's a very low sacrifice yeah. so this is like a voluntary thing so i'm like why am i adding this to my daily routine i'm just yeah. gonna that's forget, right. You know? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Am I am I hallucinating or did I grow a beard this year at one point? Mm, I did attempt <laughs> to. tried to like, but well, Written. yeah, to call what you grow a beard. Okay. Is... It's a goat. It was a goatee because it's only like here. Like I don't grow any. Yeah. It's uh, very patchy. On the, on the cheeks. It's It wasn't good. Yeah. Because there's like, mm. you can see right here, there's no facial hair. Anyway, it's, it's a disaster. When you grow um, a beard, it kind of looks like you're like the fourth member of a gang in a spaghetti western. Where you're just oh, like trying like the, to keep up with the tough guys in the gang, but it's like this is just the best you can do. Just the guy who kind of hangs around. Yeah, you just sort of hang like, around. Yeah. You have a weird name like Fingers, and uh, <laughs> and you get killed pretty early on. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that is 100 percent accurate. God damn it, John, what's going on, on your social media? <laughs> well, Stefan, I got a very funny DM yesterday. Uh, so we um, we're you know obviously we we have a podcast and and we've talked about this on the show before from time to time, I'd say about once a month or so someone reaches out to us to try and sell us on some sort of like podcast adjacent product. And usually it's related to podcasts. It'll be some sort of like, you know, improve your analytics or, Hmm. you know, we're doing a version of Patreon, but it's better move over to us. Like that kind of thing. It's, it's like things that are designed to help you sort of grow your podcast audience or whatever. And we'll get, you know, some of these, like I said, it's about once a month or so. Most of them are useless. Some of them we join, but for the most part, we just, you know, and, uh, the, I got a very funny DM yesterday from a guy (laughs) who, Wanted to know if we were interested in <laughs> creating an <laughs> creating an alarm <laughs> clock for people. Where uh, this is this is like this is something that belongs on your Kickstarter sucks. Honestly. Yes, it's like, like a your this kick, is insane. It's, it's like a your Kickstarter sucks slash like it's something you'd see on Dragons Den where they would ask yeah. for twenty thousand dollars and the dragons would be like absolutely not. Um. So yeah. So it just uh. So they says yeah. It's a it's a they're, I'm reaching out to comedians to ask them if they would like to take part in a hilarious alarm clock app. Most people oh wake God. up to ringtones or alarms, right? We found that given the option, people would much rather wake up to something entertaining to start their day. That's where we come <laughs> that's in. Not, that's like just not true. No, at it's all. not true at no. all. First of all, no one wants to wake up at all. Yeah. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, no get, one wants to wake get up. up at all. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly. But if I'm waking up, I just want to get it done as quick as possible. So like an annoying beep, like I'll deal with that for for ten seconds or whatever, and then that actually gets me out of bed. Like, yeah. That's okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah so the it more says annoying, we, the better. We create yeah. alarm clock apps for various talent, and we're looking to create an alarm clock app. For 
for a group of comedians to generate regular revenue for them, help their fans get up smiling and to help grow their fan base. Daily wake up content can include fun encouragement, silly wake up songs, sketch comedy, silly sounds and nonsense, motivational messages. Um, And then this is so that's already bad. And then here we go. How it works. You create 10 one minute audio tracks for daily wakeups. Imagining you and me sitting down and making ten one minute <laughs> ringtones. Let's try. Uh, let's can, after after you're done. Let's try after okay, you're done. We'll try one. We'll try and do one. Uh, okay. Yeah. So and so what the model and this is the other part of the model that doesn't make any sense. So we're supposed to make ten. Five of them are free, and then five of them are for purchase. So the people who run this company think that we're going to make five and our listeners are going to love them so much. They're like, I have no choice but to buy the other five. Jesus. <laughs> I mean. Can, can I also say that The Rock already did this? He yeah, had the his Rock own clock. app, The Rock Clock. <laughs> yeah. And with motivational messages. And so. The Rock, it didn't work. People hated exactly. it. Yeah. If it doesn't <laughs> and work it was for The, the Rock, rock there, there's no fucking way it's going to work for me and John. Like, it's just, that's impossible. <laughs> I, you know what? Kudos to this guy for reaching out to to John and I, <laughs> and us. I mean, but like, I this is just misguided. Like, I cannot imagine anyone who listens to the show wanting to hear us first thing in the morning. Like, it's just. I, so okay, let's let's try John. Let's let's try one right now. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is it. Uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's time for you to wake up. It's the it's the morning. I mean, it could. I guess it could be any time of day, presumably, or night. Maybe you work. Yeah, maybe you're having a nap. Is this a nap? Or was this a sleep? Was this a sleep or a nap? So it's time now for you to uh, get up up and get out of bed. You could be on the couch, though. Also, Um, yes, and you know, and maybe you're outside. We're trying to cover all our bases. We don't know. know, You you could be in a hammock. Are you You in a hammock? You know, you could be anywhere. I feel like if they're homeless, they're not. They're not spending money on. You don't know. well, and this could be one of the free ones, I guess. Don't judge, Stefan. <laughs> it could be free. free. I'm not, Maybe they I'm just not got judging. a phone. I'm just, you know, I'm not judging how people spend their money, but like, I, no. don't spend, if you're homeless, don't spend your money on this alarm clock. Don't app buy our other five. Just use don't these five the, free yeah, ones. This is a free one. Use this. This you, is well, free. You can, yeah, use this one. You can use this. You one. just <laughs> oh use this God. one only. And the other four is fine too. They're also yeah. free. Yeah, and reach out. Like, if you need help, just reach out. But you if know, you are, are rich, people. buy our five other ones because we're trying to make yeah, money they're here. All, they're be- the, the, the paid ones are better. than And these, this one, I think, is good. Yeah, it's pretty good, but the paid ones are more motivational. Yeah, we're not motivated. Like, you, you can stay in bed if you yeah, want. Yeah, stay in bed. Has that been a minute? I oh, feel probably. like it's been, yeah. <laughs> but just get out of bed. Yeah, it's time to wake up now. So. Oh, I would be in the worst mood hearing that first thing in the morning. <laughs> I like that, Gina, we had to bring you in as the, like, uh, you were the producer of the track. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, that's been a minute, guys. Uh, you can cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> that would be our other problem. Boy. We would have no fucking clue what we're doing. So we would just be riffing like that. It would be the worst possible thing to wake up to. Yeah. And I'm sure a listener is going to edit that out. And, Absolutely. And, and try it out themselves and see how it works. And let us and know. And if you do that, you need to send us five fifty nine a month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? I don't have a good segue after that. It was a disaster. Uh, so speaking of disasters, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see that post. It's a block tail. Woo! 
Okay, Gina, I'm excited for this one because, you know, you messaged me and you told me that this one was sort of specifically rated, uh, related to comedy drama, which we, yes. we do love here on, the, on, on this <laughs> podcast. So the floor is yours. Take it away. <clears throat> okay. Um, so I guess I'll start with there was a comedian who used to run an open mic here in the city and um, he would ask me to host it for him sometimes. And so... Um, I would and like if he couldn't make it um, and then he was moving and then he was like okay well I I was like oh I'd love to like take over running your show and then at first he was like oh I don't know we'll see and then he like offered it to me because like no one wants to run an open mic um, <laughs> but then he was like oh but um, every time I come and visit you have to let me host I was like I, I, yeah, I guess. And I was like, I was like, when is he gonna come visit? Um, and so he did, and I was like, all right, like I'll let him. I ran it with my two other friends, and then we were like, okay, hey, we'll just let him host this. We'll see what happens. And like while he was hosting it, he like he would sit in front of the stage, directly in front of the stage, because there's no audience at an open mic. Um, and he would be on his phone on Tinder the entire time while the comedians were trying out their new jokes. Um, and then at one point, he brought someone up. And then he, like, comes over to me and he's like, hey, I'm just going to go next door and pick up my sushi order. So if I'm not back, can you just, like, take over hosting? I'm like, you're being paid to be here. Um, and also, like, at a restaurant that would provide you a free meal for hosting. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay. So anyways, he finished hosting the show, whatever. And then, like, a month later, he's like, hey, I'm coming back to town. Can I host again? And then I was like, no, you can't. And then he got really upset and he's like, you know, I'm I'm only asking you as a formality. It's my show. And I was like, you don't live here. Like, you did all this. You were disrespectful. I was like, no. And then he bl blocked me. And he <laughs> made all of these posts that um, people screenshotted and sent to me. Like, I can't believe, like, Gina and her friends are such bullies. And, like, they, they're discriminating against me. I don't even know. Like... <laughs> Just all of this shit, and then like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I well, love that. It's like it's just so childish. I love that. Like, yeah, very. What the fuck? Well, so I, I mean, I know who this is, and um, <laughs> the funniest thing, and Gina can can also speak to this a bit as well, is like, so so he was, um, and he might listen to this, and if he does, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> this is this is stuff he, he could hear. It might help him. Um, so he moved, so he was not a good comedian, is not a good comedian. Um, and so he was, you know, and also not well liked. People didn't really like him as Gina, you know, sort of alluded to. So when he w lived here, he had a really hard time getting on shows because not only was he not great at comedy, but he wasn't a good guy. So it's hard to get booked on stuff when you are both a bad person and a bad comedian. And and what a lot of people and we've kind of talked about these sorts of people on the show before what a lot of people who are like that will do is exactly what Gina said. They'll blame everyone else. Oh, everyone is mm -hmm. a bully and they hate me. And why do they hate me? I've never done anything to them. Blah, blah, blah. 
And it's like, because you're, you're bad. And well, and he also went through this phase where for a year he just did crowd work only exclusively. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd book him on a show and then he would come in the middle of the show and just do five minutes of crowd work and then leave. And you're like, well, that's not, you're not even doing jokes. What are like, what's going on anyway? So he moves. So he decides to move because he doesn't see a path forward here in Vancouver, whatever. So he moves somewhere else in Canada and he's doing comedy there. And the scene that he moves to is maybe a bit of a, you know, there's less comedians in the scenes, maybe a bit of a weaker scene overall. So he's start. So he, and they don't know him. So he's getting booked on a lot of stuff. And in his mind, he's doing very well. So he feels like, well, I've been gone from Vancouver for two months. When I come back, I should be headlining shows. Yeah. Um, because I've, I'm <laughs> gone. I've been gone. Um, and so like he was messaging bookers who wouldn't book him for a five minute spot two months later being like, oh, oh I, I should get the paid headliner spot now because I'm an out of town comedian. Uh, so like give me money for coming back to Vancouver and doing these shows. <laughs> and bookers are like, what are you talking about? Like, like as like, if we forgot. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or he thinks because he, like, headlined an open mic in the city that he moved to that now all of a sudden he's, like, a headliner. Like, it was just, it was some of the most baffling shit I've ever seen a comedian <laughs> oh, do in yeah. my whole life. Like, exactly what you said, Gina. And I know he did that on other shows. Like, there were other shows that he ran, because I think he ran another show as well when he left yeah. that wasn't an open mic. And it was the same thing. When he came back, he was, like, insisting that he headlined that show. And they were like, you didn't. You couldn't headline this show two months ago. Why, why oh, do you think yeah. you can headline it now? And he was like very like resentful towards me because he like had asked me to host like his shows that he put on before. And so in his mind, he was like, I gave you your break. Like he's like, I gave you these spots. You owe me. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> it was so wild. <laughs> Yeah, he's a truly, truly wild character. <laughs> I hope he hears this. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't. I'm not. I'm not out here. I don't have a podcast to talk shit about people. But if they deserve it, no. then I will. Uh, we have a great listener block this week as well. Uh, this one comes in from Jacob. And uh, they say, "Hey, fellas, my then girlfriend and I were blocked by a kid I went to middle school with." We were friends for a long time, but as time went on, he started becoming a wannabe hard-ass weirdo who drank creatine all day and probably did steroids. Anyway, we were all playing basketball one day in the summer, and his team lost to mine. He didn't take this well and ended up texting all of us that we were all effectively blocked and he would not be talking to us anymore. (laughs) Around this time, I started dating my now fiancé. She looked him up after hearing the story and found out she was also already blocked. He also started a workout account soon after that. And when I found the workout account, we were both already blocked. Uh, love the show, Jacob. That's dedication. So, <laughs> to losing us, like losing a pickup basketball game and then blocking yeah. all your friends. How bad did he lose? I love that. Yeah, man. I mean, must have been pretty bad. Like that seems very, <laughs> speaking of being childish. I mean, yeah. that's like the adult equivalent of taking your ball and going home, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, really great. Uh, thanks, Jacob, for sending that in. If you have a listener block you want to send in, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can uh, fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes and one live episode every single month. It's a great deal. This month has been a fantastic month. We just 
had a two-episode week. We just released Trivia Party number three with Chris James and Christine Bordelin and our venerable quiz master Meg Walls. Super fun show. People are really loving that. And we also did uh, our seventh volume of BPTV with Chris Locke. That video is up on the Patreon now. We also did a mailbag this month with Grace Spellman. And coming out this week... It is the conclusion, the epic conclusion of Block Party D&D with Branson Reese and Jamie Loftus. We're going to see what happens to Porpo Dorpo, the Lord Baron of Stratford-upon-Avon-upon-Stratford, and all your friends in Block Party D&D, so you can check that out at patreon.com slash blockparty. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blockpartypod. And if you like the show, you can rate and review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, tell a friend. All of that stuff is great and helps us greatly. Uh, before we go, Gina, we always like to finish the show with a top three. What do you have for us, please? Oh, okay. Um, I thought we could do um, top three like websites that you used to go on before social media. Oh, that's a good category. Okay. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm down for that for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We've never top done that, three. right, John? I, well, that's what I'm looking. I feel like we did something similar to that, but maybe not. I feel no, like uh, I, I feel like this is I think this is this is new enough. Though. Yeah, I think, I think uh, we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> and I'm also, just to, we've been doing this for so long that I think we can start. We could just do it again because we always you forget what we would. Top three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, you're good. You're good. I think it's yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Who cares? Gina, number three. <laughs> Dan, you can cut that out. Uh, yes, Gina, you're number three. Websites used to go on before social media. Uh, my number three would be uh, Neopets. Yeah. That was a huge for me. Yeah, for a long that's time. gonna. I think that's gonna be in my top three as well. Maybe. Um, uh, yeah, it was. That was so much. You know what? That is my number three. Also, Gina. <laughs> it's. It was like I. I was recently trying to remember my password because Neopets can't die, right? Yeah. Um. No. And okay. I actually have gone back on it this year. It's the same. It's they didn't change it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I but know like, our friends I, uh, at Your Bad Childhood, uh, Josh and Maddie, they did a mm -hmm. Neopets episode. That was like one of the first episodes they did of the show, and they both created Neopets and said it's like kind of the same, but there's way more advertising now, I think, Gina, they I said. Think they've, like they've the monetized it a lot more. Yeah, the site's yeah. very like, difficult to navigate, apparently, because there's you just can, so much You can like buy like in-game currency probably now, I think, is yeah. stuff like right, that. Right, right. Um, but I remember I had like one of the, my favorite, <laughs> pet was the dinosaur the guy who was just like a t-rex basically mm, a chomby was it a no? chomby is that no, what, no not that's the long neck dinosaur yeah okay i gotta look this up <laughs> oh my god i like that you guys are i, I was too old neopets missed me the, it was the 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 growl oh growl or the growl the growl yeah. oh. the growl yeah. and it's it's just like a t-rex and i remember yes. i had uh, i forget what the name was and i like i tried to find my account but like <laughs> It was from legitimately like over 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. And, and like, it's just, it, they probably deleted it. So like, he probably is actually dead, but I do remember going back like five years later and being like, oh, he's still there. He's just like starving to death and, <laughs> yeah. he's, and he's mad at me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my number three as well is Neopets. John? Yes. Um, okay. My number three is uh, WWF.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big, uh, big wrestling fan in the late nineties. And I, I can specifically remember, and I might've told this story on the pod before. So I, I apologize if I have, but I specifically remember 
I know I've talked on the pod before, actually very recently, about how we, I, me and my friends always used to have sleepovers for birthday parties. That was like our big thing was just there was like a group of about six or seven of us. And it was just whenever it was someone's birthday, you had a sleepover, you went to their house, you, you whatever. So I remember the first of my friends to get the internet at home. Like we didn't even really have it at school yet. I want to say I was probably in grade six or seven at the time. And he had the internet at home. And I remember going on to WWF.com. It was very shitty. Uh, it had like, a, you remember when the websites were divided into frames and you'd mm-hmm. have the like the scrolling sidebar yeah. plus the, wait, like <laughs> In the, the window. Yeah. Yes. WWF.com. <laughs> like, you know, a huge company's website had frames. It looked like frames. an angel fire website. Oh my God. And I remember I went to his sleepover and everyone else was like playing video games and hanging out. And I was sitting on the computer scrolling through WWF.com like reading all the wrestler biographies and I just thought it was like the coolest thing that you could just go and access all of this information and I was just so obsessed with wrestling uh so that that's probably my number three wow Gina number two number two um oh my number two would probably be um god this this is gonna be I'm gonna combine these because it's a mix of like barbie.com polypocket.com mycene.com they had like a lot of really great like makeover games. Um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, like you make over like a doll or something. Yeah, you would like yeah. it, 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 and like yeah, you would like, or there would be like a head, and you could be like, oh, I'm gonna give her blue eyeshadow, and I'm gonna give her um, okay, like red a paper hair. doll, like yeah, a paper like a doll, paper but doll. online. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Uh, so. I'll tell you how bad the the pandemic has been for me recently is that I was on eBay looking up Mighty Max toys, which is like the boy version of Polly Pocket. Yes. Oh, wow. And they're obviously not, you know, retail price anymore, but they're not like insanely expensive. And I think there is a non-zero chance that by the time the year is out, I will have bought a couple uh, Mighty Max toys and just like have them on my desk because like <laughs> they were so fucking cool and like Polly Pocket was cool too just the idea of this little oh, like yeah. they were great you know yeah this oh tiny, I can remember the Polly Pocket thing. commercials yeah. were like yeah. huge Polly oh. Pocket and, oh yeah yeah Mighty, I think Mighty Max was I think if I was like a billionaire I would have like a room of just like Barbies and Polly Pockets and shit <laughs> yeah why not oh, totally yeah I, I think I'm. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm probably buying on my. It's, it's now that you've appeared uh, on Block Party, Gina. You probably will become a billionaire, and you can true. make all of these dreams come Fantastic. true. Fantastic. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, my number two. I'm gonna go with ESPN Page Two. Oh yeah. Um, nice. What like like old Bill Simmons before he became like very successful and like a huge asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, like I loved reading his stuff. Like his columns were a lot like his his columns are great. I was in like uh, I would have been in like grade eight or nine uh, or and grade eight, nine and ten basically is when I remember reading page two and just like being like, oh, they're like talking about sports. But it's like funny. Like, I didn't know you could do that, you know, because uh, like all the sports columnists were like, I mean, and most of them still are just like very like stuffy, like old guard, like sports illustrated guys. Like the closest you got was like Rick Riley, who like. You yeah. Know, even as a kid, you knew how much he sucked. Yeah, the last uh, page of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, but then you had like Bill Simmons like making these like pop culture references, and it's like, oh my god, like yeah, that's so funny. Like yeah, the Boston Red Sox are like Melrose Place. I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> that reference, but like, I was like, I was like, oh, that's a reference, so it's funny. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would go on page two all the time, and I just remember it was like 
John, I don't know if you, like, if, if either of you or Dan, if, if you went on it as well, but like, it was yeah. just like yellow. I remember it was just yes, bright yellow, yellow. Yeah. Yellow with black um, writing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I used uh, to read just Simmons. like a very weird uh, decision, the the aesthetics of it, yeah, but bad. it stood out. So yeah, yeah. that's my, it's my number two is page two ESPN. Okay. My number two, cause I'm, I'm going to skip ahead a bit. Cause I feel like when I think of this question, I think of like late nineties websites, which like mm-hmm. social media didn't really happen until the mid aughts. Like I didn't have mm-hmm. Facebook until like 2006, I think, or 2005, somewhere in there. So like I, there was like a, a period there where there was no social media. So I'm going to pick one from that. And then my number one is going to go back to my kind of like early internet days. But my number two is uh, absolutepunk.net, uh, which still exists, uh, but it's uh, it's like a music review and news website. Um, and at the time, I was just like massively into like screamo and emo and and heavy rock music. <clears throat> Pardon me. And that was all they did. That was all the music they covered on that website. And um, yeah, so I, I transitioned from the and, and in that kind of vein, like of Gina, of you choosing multiple, like I can also remember yeah. Cornweb and BiscuitWeb.com, <laughs> uh, which were uh, big time corn and limp biscuit websites that I was really into. But yeah, those were absolute punk was huge because that it had that and it also had a massive form. Uh, huge like message board section and the hockey message board. I used to talk with like a group of about 20 people all the time to the point where we created our own message board away from absolute punk because absolute punk was huge. So people would come into the hockey thread every now and again and be like, Oh my God, Sidney Crosby's so hot or like whatever. (laughs) And it'd be very annoying. So we just created our own board and those people were like some of my closest friends for a couple of years. And one of them is like still one of my best friends. He lives in Toronto and we like just met through like the absolute punk hockey form. So yeah, so that was a huge part of my kind of teenage years, I would say, my early 20s. Wow. Uh, Gina, you're number one? Um, that uh, I was, I had one thing, and then you reminded me of another thing, so I'm going to go with that. But my number one, um, it, I, it was probably IMDb. Um, I would just constantly, like, see what actors were doing, and then, like, the, the news page on the homepage of it, and then by like extension i would end up on like sites like that don't exist anymore like movie line and tv line and like read those like constantly and then like when the oscars were coming i would just read uh everything about like theories of who's gonna win predictions um i was so into that in high school um did did you ever make like lists like you know how people can like make like user lists of like here's like the 100 best movies with like this actor or whatever i never did no i never like became like a user um but i was on it all the time i you was were just a, you were a lurker i was a, I was a lurker yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. lurker yeah yeah nice wow. uh stefan yeah i'm surprised no one has said this one yet but newgrounds.com oh uh, yeah a lot of video like, gaming uh well so th- yeah they had a lot of like flash animation and flash games and yeah. i would say sort of going hand in hand with that would be stickdeath.com Mm. Um, but a lot of that sort of crossed over with Newgrounds anyway, but it would be just animations of like stick men, like shooting each other. And when you're like 10 years old, you're like, Oh, this is like the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. This is amazing. Um, but I remember there was one series in particular that started out as like a flash cartoon series called like madness. And it was like these little like dummies, like fighting each other. And it was like super like gory. Uh, and then they made a game version of it, like a flash game. And it was like really good. 
like like it had like physics and stuff and it was like like incredible that someone made a flash game in like 2001 or whatever that was like this good and i played that for hours on end uh and yeah and then newgrounds also had like you could dress up like britney spears and stuff they had stuff like that as well so which you (laughs) know as like an 11 year old it's like okay yeah this is (laughs) Okay, but yeah, the flash animation yeah. stuff was. was well, you always go on that yeah. thing, and you'd be like, "Am I going to be able to see your boobs? Am I yeah. going to be able?" Like, you'd go to the dress yeah. up thing, and you'd be like, "Is there an option right. to remove the bra, or am I yeah. going to get to see her even in bra and underwear? Like, if yeah. I take the shirts off, that, that was that... that was a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that so, for sure. Yeah. yeah, Newgrounds number one, John. <laughs> uh, my number one. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, I was really big into <laughs> e wrestling. Uh, did I ever talk like E? I think you've mentioned this, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you you know if you didn't hear me talk about it before, what an E Fed was was it? It's kind of like a role playing game, but for wrestling. So you would so the site I used to play on was called Cyber Slam, which you know probably not the best name given uh, what we know about cyber sex now. But Cyber Slam <laughs> was the website, and so you would you create a character like you create a wrestler. And there, it was basically a message board format. So kind of like once a day or once every couple days, you would like pretend you were a wrestler on a TV show and you would like cut a promo. So you'd like write it all out yourself and it could be like a backstage interview. It could be in the ring. It could be whatever you wanted. My character's name was Kid Metal, which is like Kid Rock, but, uh, but metal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then yeah then nice. you have so cyber slam actually also had an engine where you would wrestle people so you so you could wrestle up to four matches a day and it would keep your standings and whatever and so you, you as you like played more and more on the app your character would get stronger and stronger and you'd win more matches and then uh yeah and then so i did that and then and then they'd have twice a week cards just like wrestling so there'd be like a monday and a thursday the commissioner of your federation would set a card so it might be like okay this week john you're wrestling gina on monday night so then gina and i would both go on the message board we'd like cut promos on each other and i'd be like i'm gonna kill gina on monday when we wrestle whatever and then you'd have to like i'd have to use my four (laughs) matches that day to wrestle gina in all four matches and then based on who won you'd report to the commissioner like okay i beat gina twice she beat me twice and then she'd say oh i beat him three times and he beat me once so then gina would win the match and (laughs) it would progress all these and i got so into it i ended up being the commissioner of a fed i was so i spent i mean countless hours on this thing and then one day out of nowhere they're like yeah we're just shutting down the site we're done we're just and it it had a huge ecosystem like there might have been 50 feds in it like it was a massive online ecosystem and then one day they were just like yeah we're just gonna we're gonna sell the company we're done and they're changing it into something different uh, and they changed it to Cyber Brawl, which was like wrestling, but boxing, I think, or something. Anyway, it was completely like UFC, fell apart. sort of. Or like... Yeah, I think it was kind of like that. I don't really remember, yeah. but this was a very long explanation for people have tuned out now. But uh, yeah, it was a huge, huge I, hours, hours out, countless amount of time on that. So yeah, that's my number one. That's amazing. Thank you. That was a great top three. Yeah, great top three, Gina. Uh, we you. loved it. We loved having you on the show. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Yes, um, I have a new podcast called Dear Pop Culture. Um, so it's like kind of similar to the top three that we did where I have guests on and we just talk about general pop culture that they loved in their past. Um, 
Yeah, it's fun. And it, uh, you can follow the Instagram account I have for it at Dearest Pop Culture. Nice. Okay, yeah, because I said Dearest Pop Culture at the top of the yeah. show because I think I follow it on Instagram and I assumed that was the... the uh, Dear that Pop Culture. Dear Pop dearest. Culture, the handle was taken by, by someone who has like no followers. Very oh, funny. you hate to see it. <laughs> Um, and where can people find you specifically? Oh, um, on Twitter at Gina Harms and Instagram at Hina Jarms. Perfect. There you go. Uh, Excellent. (laughs) Well, give Gina's podcast a listen. Give her a follow. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Uh, Again, you can donate to our show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod, and we will see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.